Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Alright, so welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I'm your host, White Owl. Hey, it's Pandora. And we are starting off with uh, some sad news. And we're doing a lot of like news-related articles that we, which we haven't done before. Well, we haven't done not, no, we haven't done before because we haven't done it in a while, right? Yeah. Uh, which we haven't done any of these. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot a going on. There's a lot going on. And, you know, a lot, a lot of these uh, type of, you know, whenever we talk about a certain topic, it's because it's in or it's being talked about or it's popular at the, at this very point. And so, you know, uh, unfortunately, one of the things that we're, you know, going to start off with, it's um, the popular soldier Walter Mercado passed away today or not today, a couple of days ago. And he had uh, issues. Is that right? Yeah, he passed he, away. He was 87 years old. Yeah, he passed away in a hospital. He had kidney failure. Kidney failure. So, 87. And, uh, 87, I mean, you remember him when, of course, you're growing up, right? Univision. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing it. him every day on TV. So, you know, you know, he passed away. I mean, I grew up watching him. You know, every time I sat with my mom or my grandma, he was always on. And so he always had something to say, obviously, with astrology and his career. He started it with like out of, I don't know, out of luck or out of destiny. Crazy you coincidence. Want, crazy <laughs> coincidence. But as someone back in the day in Telemundo, um, in a Spanish channel, there was a special guest that was supposed to show up and that person didn't show up. And he jumped in the ball and picked it up. And, you know, his career took off from there. I mean, he... You know, he's it was like very, a fluke, but like, yeah. it, I mean, he was 87. I had no idea he was 87, but he's he been on TV like that long. He's been, on, he, yeah, I mean, the fact that he's been on TV since I can remember, you mm-hmm. know, um, but he always had this finishing saying, right, and, mm-hmm. and which was con mucho, mucho amor, which with, translates to lots and lots of love. Mm-hmm. And so he always had this positive, enthusiastic way of looking at life. No matter what your astrology was, you know, he always gave you an upside, a positive meaning, a positive outlook, a positive way to look at things. And I think that's, you know, the, a very special thing to throw out there because you can read your astrology and it may look down or you can go <laughs> get your cards reading and they could look very grim. But you know what? If you have a positive attitude and you have a positive manner of way of looking at things, you can switch that shit around. And I think he had the right mindset. I mean, and we can't forget his uh, outfits. His amazing and his outfits, flamboyant, super flamboyant, <laughs> but like absolutely amazing. Um, there was I. There's only a few, like one, maybe one, two people that I can think of that can match that type of style of outfits that he wore. And you I've know. seen him as a Halloween costume, and it was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those <laughs> The cape things, and everything. The cape and everything. Uh, bedazzled and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was absolutely amazing to see, you know, the way, he, you know, he put himself out there and talked about astrology. And in the Latin community, 
there's a lot of us that look into astrology and it's very big and he's very well known and you know this is a this is a sad day for a lot of uh, a lot of Latinos and anybody who knew uh, about him in the astrology world and he was very well known and so he's going to be missed uh, he's going to be very very sadly missed but um, you know we have of course we have other news um, somehow so a lot of these things kind of relate um, so <laughs> you can way, yeah. Yeah, in a weird <laughs> way you'll, you'll see um, so one of the other things that's happening around the world is uh, I don't know if you guys know this but the app known as uh, TikTok uh, are you uh, Pandora? Are you familiar with the app? I've TikTok? heard of it. I don't really know too much about it. So TikTok is this app. You make little viral videos, dancing, singing, doing a lot of things, mm-hmm. and you put them out there, and I guess you get liked or whatever. Kind of like Vine, uh, how Vine was back in the day. So TikTok is very similar to that, but TikTok now is under national security review, right? And so since the app. Of the one that changed her face to looking old, mm-hmm. uh, which we told Hoffman not to do, but he did it anyway. Um, <laughs> he wanted to see. He wanted to see. So this, uh, it's similar, right? TikTok uh, is being reviewed uh, under investigation because the company that's behind this is a Chinese company that uh, uh, had the acquisition of this American company that originally was owned um, in, in America by TikTok. Mm-hmm. And a Chinese company came and bought it and has now taken over it. But, of course, because there's so much access to American phones. And, of course, this is something that I've talked about in our Patreon uh, episode. Uh, how I broke it down as to why it's very important to know the significance of that particular app. Now, this app is the very same thing. Very similar situation that's happening here, of course. Because the when you get an app, you give it access to everything. Again, you give access to your text, your location, your images, video, absolutely everything. So there really isn't anything that we can we can say that it doesn't that we don't give it access to. And it's never necessary either. Like every time I read that kind of stuff, it's just like. Absolutely I mean, I kind of glance over the fine print because I know nobody really reads it. But. Nobody reads it. Every time, here's the thing. <laughs> but you'd be selling your soul. Like, you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. You're like, Except. Fine. But here's the thing. You, when you give it access to, you give it access to, for the app itself, To you give it access to open your camera without notifying you that the camera's open. It's basically like they have their your phone in their hands. They have, exactly. And people don't understand, oh, what's the big deal? Well, here's a here's the thing. Let's say you are the daughter or son of someone who's very important in our government. National security, it could be NSA, FBI, CIA, the White House, any fucking employee related to anybody that's in the government. You have access to all their information. You can then link that information to through in text messages. You grab information. There's people that are in government that have Snap, that have WhatsApp, that have uh, something like TikTok, that have Instagram, that have all these. And you put the hands, uh, th- this very these apps in the hands of the ro- on the wrong individual, and they have access to all your information. I'm talking about emails, text messages, everything. The works. 
wanted this to get turned on the camera important. on a phone. I mean, let's let's imagine it is on someone's phone who is important in the government. Like, right. I mean, you can basically spy in on whatever meeting, exactly. you know, top secret clearance conversations they're having. Oh, yeah, definitely. And even if you're nobody really, like, of that importance... I mean, there's still potential for... Blackmail Yeah, like the potential is there for all kinds of stuff. Here, do this, do that. You can have a community of people doing things to make something even greater, like a much bigger issue. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and, and uh, you could be helping terrorists and not even know it. Yeah. That's, That's the issue. Um, so people and people don't get it, and that's that's one of the things. Spying on you. And no speaking of spying on you, uh, Pandora, you have. Oh yeah, so I found news on. I don't know if you guys remember that one woman that was in the news a while back, uh, Maria Butina. Right. She was that um, supposedly student from Russia that came over here to study and ended up being accused of espionage in a way. Right. Um, so she actually got released from prison already and has gone back to Moscow and oh I mean she was basically deported and <laughs> released from prison here but um, she received a hero's welcome over there so she was given flowers and everybody was just all happy she was out uh, one of the first things she said when she got out or when she landed was that uh, Russians never surrender <laughs> which I thought was kind of weird but I mean, in in her defense, I guess she has been in prison for 15 months. So I guess yeah. you can say that. I mean, she didn't surrender, but she was definitely she, held. Well, she pleaded guilty, but, you know, they were kind of painting it as, like, maybe she kind of just pleaded guilty because what else could she do at that point? Um, but she wasn't ever really accused of traditional spying, but she was that guns activist. Right. So they accused her for of kind of, like, NRA. infiltrating the NRA. and Yeah. Using that to create those back channels with all the Russians. Which I think it's very funny that the NRA then said, oh, no, that's not true. She was never part of us. But then there was like a lot of intel and leaked information and video mm-hmm. of her participating. And some of their biggest meetings. Well, she meetings was like in every remember, event. Like exactly. anywhere that you should be, like politically, uh, uh, politically she was somehow there. Or, or very high, very political, high ranked people. She was there. And she was there for a lot of the NRA stuff. That was considered members only, super duper high up and up and up, and she was involved in all. And there's well, pictures and she of met her. Trump too and in she met 2015. Trump, um, several times apparently, uh, and we do have pictures of them. You know, in in a lot of the celebratory stuff and a lot of the parties and a lot of the events. And she's there. She's in the crowd. She's in the table. And I just, any table. Now, she's not in the fucking table in the back. She's the, in the, she's in the up table there, up in the like front. like, hobnobbing with everybody. She's, like, two, three tables from the very podium where the president is having his speeches. So, I'm like, dude, like, come on. I mean, that doesn't make her guilty. But then when you put it all together, yeah. It And it doesn't, I mean, not to say that she's guilty, but it puts also the president in the light that, hey, look. You definitely know, or at least know the people that know her, mm-hmm. that are very. Oh, close. but he always claims not to know them. And he always claims <laughs> not to know anybody, even though he says he always says they're great people. They're great, you know. This person's great, you know, and this and that, and blah blah blah. He goes on and on about these people, but then he'll backtrack and say, "Well, I never met this person," even though there's like tons of pictures of you meeting them, and there's any interviews of you talking about them. So yeah. I'm just like, eh, none of this adds up. Well, and then when in 2015, when she attended Trump's campaign event at the time, mm-hmm. she asked him if he wanted better relations with Russia. And Trump's response was that he thought he would get along very nicely with Putin. 
Right. So knowing now now, how they are, it's kind of like, okay, that's a little weird. That's very weird. That's a little coincidental, you know. I mean, that's too coincidental. But I mean, uh, you know, we, we, I mean, we all have our opinions. Yeah. And we may or may not know the facts, but it definitely, from what we have, doesn't look right. And of course, speaking of spying and and, uh, technology, uh, a secret U.S. space plane has returned to Earth after two years in orbit, but nobody knows what it was doing in space. Who, who sent it there? I mean, why did it get there? Why was it up there? <laughs> How did it get there? How did it, get there? <laughs> uh, one, it was been uh, one of the Pentagon's best kept secrets, and nobody knew. And according to the U.S. Air Force, however, uh, the results of its mission are well kept in secret. Now, this plane is an X-37B space plane that landed on a strip of NSSO in the strip of NASA Kennedy Space Center uh, in Florida at 3.51 a.m. on Sunday. This is last week. And so, you know, we've, I mean, we've known about this, uh, this plane for a week now. And all we know is that it was up there for two years, that it's the size of a small bus, Mm-hmm. Uh, that it gathered the information that, they, that apparently we needed, according to the Air Force. So this was like not manned, right? Not manned. So it's just out there, uh, like a satellite almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was under the so-called orbit test vehicle program, and that was launched back in 2010. So it's that's a program that's been around for a while, but the plane itself, of course, uh, in orbit for the last two years. Now, apparently, it's gathered a quite a bit of information. Like I said, um, will we ever know? Probably not. Um, so this test vehicle apparently broke record with 780, 780 days in orbit. So, I mean, it's one of those things that uh, we'll probably never know. We'll never know what what information to gather. Was it about our Earth? Was it about something? I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's something, something about something floating around Earth. Was it about the Black Knight satellite? Maybe <laughs> it's still thinking. out there. Um, <laughs> so you know, it's been a lot of that information. It's a like lot of fifty years from now, maybe it'll get declassified. <laughs> maybe, knows? but I mean, uh, again, I've read a couple of little. Uh, messages uh, of people thinking already about conspiracy theories of course of course of what it was doing out there like i said some of them have to deal with the black knight satellite some of them have to do with uh mysterious objects being seen up there of like orbs uh big silver orbs again i've talked about a silver orb uh experience on one of our Patreon episodes that was actually posted recently. Um, and again, if you're one of our Patreon uh, supporters or one of our PayPal supporters, uh, it's up there. And again, check it out. It's a very interesting story. Uh, and it kind of talks about, I kind of talk about the little things that that uh, are going on with a lot of these orbs. And so this, this is a theory of what it could have been doing up there. Uh, and some of them say that it's looking our our heat signatures according to what's happening with Earth, with a lot of the global warming situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about I think Pandora and I talked about this um, a couple a couple of days ago. I think I mentioned it to you about like certain areas on on Earth 
that are oh, like providing heat, heat signatures, signatures where not it wouldn't when typically it, be yeah, there. Yeah, where it shouldn't be that that that's like there weren't signatures where the fire is in California, mm-hmm. but there were sign heat like major heat signatures like upstate and uh, and like in New York all the way down to like. Uh, past Connecticut. I think I saw Alaska was under like some kind of like yes. heat thing too, yeah. which is weird, weird for this time of the year too, exactly. especially. Uh, but it went all the way down to I think I want to say as far as like Alabama, and it went all the way through the East Coast, and then it went all the way through the Midwest, and so which is very odd. And then after that, it just faded completely, almost to like zero, and so it was very odd. So I I suggest you guys to check it out. The plane um, doesn't even really look that extraordinary. Yes, it just looks. It just kind of looks like a little plane, right? <laughs> so, what, I mean, it just adds more to the mystery when you look at the yeah. picture of like what was it doing out there? You know, uh, like is it know, just collecting information? Well, collecting or infor- doing- what kind of information was it? Spying on a country? I mean, that's another theory that it was spying on Russia. That it was spying the Chinese. Uh, that it was looking for. I don't know. It's just like North Korea. North Korea. I feel like would be a big one. <laughs> that it was part of Google Maps somehow. <laughs> Maybe. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, that it's checking our atmosphere. And, you know, some of them, of course, lead through more of the scientific uh, norms where it's like it's checking the, the biodome for Earth of how it's thinning out. Again, it leads back to global warming, of course. And so there's a lot of ideas and a lot of theories, um, even weather pattern changes. As uh, some people are suggesting, that's more have to deal with the hurricanes and the what rain. It's the new harp up there. Um, <laughs> Shit, it could be another harp. You know, who knows? I mean, it's just so many theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so many theories of what it could actually be. Um, but I mean, it, it goes to show that, you know, it literally can be anything uh, that's related to our atmosphere out in space. And of course, speaking of space, Pandora, you have something that was apparently being, you know, baffling scientists. Is that right? Yes. So, I mean, this has been going on for some time, but uh, basically we know that the the universe is expanding constantly, right? right? Like, it's something that we know. Mm -hmm. Um, There is an issue, though, because it's expanding pretty quickly, but we also don't really understand the rate at which it's expanding. So, some, like, 90 years ago, astronomer Edwin Hubble showed that the universe was vaster than we imagined and that the whole thing was expanding. And Mm -hmm. so the rate of that expansion is called the Hubble constant. Right, right, right. Um, The issue, though, is that they can't agree on what that Hubble constant number is. So it's kind of a big deal because it's not supposed to be like all over the place. It's supposed to be like you can calculate it and it's this number and that's it. And initially people thought it was like a... a particular roundabout number, right? Or like some kind of number. Well, that's the thing. Is there... You know, it's it's not really a guessing game with this. It's supposed to be a number, and then right. that's it. Um, but they're getting a lot of discrepancies, a lot of anomalies with this. So they're scientists are arguing amongst themselves between this, but they're also kind of excited because of what it might implicate with right. that. So um, they have to kind of explain it. They have um, something called a parsec, and this is something like a three years three light years distance in terms of measurements. Right. So they looked at one galaxy that's one million parsecs from Earth, and it's receding at like 67 kilometers, or about 42 miles per second. 
mm-hmm. right? So this is one galaxy that's one million parsecs away. Right. Each one being like three light years. They looked at another galaxy that's twice as far, mm-hmm. and it's now receding at 134 kilometers per second. Faster than the... So uh, it's like more than twice the speed of the one that's closer to us. Right. So that implies that the stuff that's further away from us is actually moving... Faster. Expanding outwards faster. Right, right, right. And so I think that's part of the problem is that depending where they're looking, what they're calculating, they're getting different numbers. So they're getting the Hubble constant of like 73, 70, 77. It's just like all over the place. Um, So what they're thinking is that, you know, this could be new physics, like something that we don't understand. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's also a theory that maybe we have something called um, like a dark energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a better term for it. I'm trying to find it. I'm thinking that either here's, here, here, are my, here are my theories just based on what you just said. Based mm-hmm. on the information, all very fascinating, all very interesting. I'm thinking, A, it's some kind of vacuum that it's on the edge, maybe like a wormhole, sucking the shit out of that. And it's making areas on certain areas around the edge move faster mm-hmm. of some sort. Also, second idea. Okay, so it's kind of like a river that flows off a cliff, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what's, what I'm thinking is happening. A river, as the closer, you, edge the closer the that you get to the cliff, the faster it goes. Uh-huh. The further you weigh, it's, a, it's a, at a decent constant speed but again as as the closer you get the more sometimes you obviously you have like you know depending on kind of river it is you have like these jagged rocks around the way but again but the closer you get to this cliff the faster the river flows Mm -hmm. now the water of course and the and the idea of a, a, a river um off ascending off a cliff is that it goes and it falls again either to another Part of the river that flows constantly uh, outward uh, continuously, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if it's something like that? I mean, that makes sense too. Because one of the terms that they used, I mean, which is not scientific at all, but they said it's like taffy. Like if you pull taffy. Mm-hmm. So, you have taffy, like you could have a solid piece, right? So, it's like the universe as we know it. Right. And then as you start pulling it, that outer edge, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Right, eventually it's gonna break, but right. it's thinning out. So I was like, "What if like the outer edges are, so to speak, thinning, mm-hmm. and therefore able to move faster?" Right. Like the very fabric Almost. of what holds it together is not as concentrated yeah. in one or, place. Or like, have you ever poured water on, like, if you're pouring water at the center of a table, mm-hmm. and you're pouring it it's flowing on a consistent speed outward but uh, uh, the closer it gets gets closer to the edge as it expanding it gets there's a bit of you can see that there's a bit of a speed to it mm-hmm. because it's expanding right at some point it's gonna stop theoretically if it's there's a pore per se in this galaxy because we're we're assuming that this whole universe right it's already been poured per se Mm-hmm. And it's just expanding outwards. Crazier theory and scarier theory is that... <laughs> it's if, tearing apart. It, not that it's tearing apart. What is the fucking disintegrating on the edges? Very Avenger style. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like fucking end game. <laughs> end game shit. That's the scarier part. Second theory to that, to this very scary theory. Let's say it's like a glass, right? We don't know the center. We only assume all these great minds assume that that the universe has already been set and is just continually expanding. But what if the universe is continuously being poured while it continues to be expanded, but you're not actually expanding. It's just at the some point at the very edge of the universe. It's overflowing. It's either A, overflowing, or B, it's disintegrating. Or, or crazier theory, back to my river theory, uh, continually being poured into the river, flowing down off a cliff, back into a river, continuing to flow in the another river, continuously coming back off another cliff, per se, back into a river, continuously flowing to another cliff, continuously flowing through another river, and back to where we are again. So it's just a cycle. A cycle of free falling through another fucking river, coming back somehow, crazy physics, and flowing back into an air, off another cliff, back into a river, off another cliff. Well, so far, the scientist theories is, hey, maybe we're just fucking up, and we can't calculate. Or maybe it's just too complicated <laughs> for us to comprehend. Which is very likely, but I mean, it's assuming that they're all, you know, doing their calculations correctly, and they're all getting correct but different results then one of the things like i was trying to say earlier was uh, that there could be something called early dark energy which is skewing the appearance of this background stuff right. so it's kind of like there is some kind of energy that acted in the earliest moments of the evolution of the universe so it's kind of like you said like something new is being added or created mm-hmm. or what have you so then you get this like burst of energy but then it has to go somewhere Right. It has to go away. Yeah. It has to disappear. So, I mean, obviously, we we have a lot of ways to go with that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of work to go through it. But, I mean, I, I, we always have continuous theories on all that. And that's just my mind working. Uh, speaking of crazy theories and ideologies and, you know, what ifs. Um, new show coming out uh, called For All Mankind, which explores the idea that Hoffman spoke about more than a year ago which i'm not saying that the again hollywood's listening to us i can only assume i can only assume that they actually are because a lot of the stuff that we've talked about has been become has become a show months after we've already spoke about um one the killing the the killing Mm -hmm. fields Mm -hmm. show got created uh we threw around the idea about um uh, Jack the Ripper in the mm-hmm. U.S. a lot and various crazy theories with that. Then there was that History Channel show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another thing that we talked about um, that also got turned into a show. Wasn't there a Hollywood Ripper recently too? That's something the, else. There's, that's, that's something else that we that we need to explore. The Hollywood Reaper. Uh, that's a whole. This a whole other show that we need to look into. Um, uh, and that's actually a real, but that's a whole episode. You know what I mean? Uh, for sure. And there's also... there's I mean, there's stuff that we've talked about that it has become a show mm-hmm. much later. You know, we've been going on for this for a while now. 
Um, but back to what I was talking about. Uh, For All Mankind, it's a TV show. Uh, it's an American science fiction show uh, that goes. Uh, uh, it's being shown on Apple TV Plus. Now this idea happens to uh, go with something that Hoffman had talked about. That what would happen if the global space race to the moon uh, had never happened for us, and the USSR, you know, Russia, mm-hmm. had succeeded first to land a man on the moon. So it's just like hypothetical. Hypothetical. Like what if it was them, not us? And not yes, not us. Us here in the U.S. And what? So then it explores the idea. Okay, so what do we do now? Do we continue to try to land on the moon? Do we shoot for Mars? Do we, do we fake what, it till we what, make it? We, what, do we, what do we do? Did Russia fake it? Mm-hmm. You know, that goes and explores that very idea. And so this is something that Hoffman had thrown around uh, on the what if type of scale. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's funny that, you know, we've talked about this, uh, you know, this very idea. And in our episode where we talked about the... You know, we talked about, uh, I think there were several episodes actually where we talked about the moon with like space stations on the moon and what if the whole uh, moon landing was fake. You know, we've talked about all these crazy ideas of, you know, what ifs. And then this is one something that Hoffman, I remember for sure, threw that in there. Um, I mean, we've thrown a lot of crazy concepts. <laughs> uh, the uh, the one with Bigfoot, of course, being uh, Bigfoot being Action an alien space. and yeah. he's a space, but it's not really a Bigfoot. It's a it's some kind of a space suit that mm-hmm. aliens thought that they should wear based on you They're know trying whatever. Trying to blend in, trying to blend <laughs> in, or try, just trying to scare the shit out of us so we don't want to approach it while it's doing its scientific research. I think it's brilliant. It's a great idea. But, you know, again, it, uh, it's... Well, just wait for it to come out on a new show. That, more than likely, that's going to be a new show somewhere out there. You heard it here first yeah. on The Cloak. I, I mean, you've heard a lot of things here first on The Cloak. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things. And, you know, I can go back, but on some of the things that we've talked about, on some of the what-ifs, uh, on some of the major conspiracy theories. And we have, we have tons. Even the Zodiac... There's even one about the Zodiac that I completely forgot. Uh, it, it possibly being the the serial killer that was in Kansas, the Arkansas that killer, Arkansas, Arkansas, uh, the one who's uh, killing uh, people that were making out. Oh, where the yeah. Hookman story came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it might be the Zodiac killer somehow or related to mm-hmm. the Zodiac killer. That's something that we threw out. When we talked about that in, in one of our episodes, that's like over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so there's this idea of another show kind of digging into that very same thing. You think we're getting obsessed with serial killers again? I mean, not I, that they've ever really gone away, but... I don't think they've ever gone away. I mean, American... It's like a resurgence of oh, it. Oh, definitely. I mean, American Horror Story. Yes. American Horror they're Story. They're focusing yes. on like several of them. We've, we've briefly talked about um, Gacy. We've talked about uh, Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, the Night Stalker. We've briefly talked about him, and so they have we, like we, the highway, the highway, guy, hitch, the hitchhiker, the hitchhiker killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of the, and there's a lot of very crazy ideas, and again, this is uh, a lot of conceptual. I don't like what American horror American Horror Story has done. To they took some a lot of, of liberties. They took a lot mm-hmm. of liberties, and I kind of fucking hate that that they did that. And also, we've talked about the intro. They could have done a lot better with that intro. The music is, is pretty good. 
I like the music in it, but they could have done a lot better with that intro. But I don't like that they're using a real serial killer Mm -hmm. into this conceptual idea that is completely fabricated and it's not true. Like, I almost wish they just created their own serial killer, not from real life that I can, like, reference, you know what I mean? Because it's like, well, I know what it really was. And then you have this weird, like, fictional story that's really, like... Nothing to do it's with like it. saying, okay, we talked about Dickinson, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And how they're, that, that show, Apple Plus, is yeah. using this fake information narrative mm-hmm. about the writer. Emily Dickinson. Emily Dickinson. The poet. The yeah. poet. But that wasn't true. And they're taking so much liberty. And then they have young people that are going to watch the fucking show and think that she was super outgoing and edgy and this and that. And she wasn't. Nope. She wasn't. She was a hermit, right? It was, uh, I mean, it was a posthumous discovery of her poetry. So, like, literally, she was not anybody as Emily Dickinson, the poet, to the outside world until she died. Nobody knew she was a poet. When they found her stuff and were like, she's genius. A a handful of stuff did get publicated. But they took free will to change almost the entire poem. Mm-hmm. So the poems that were actually publicated when she was alive were almost completely, fully changed. Almost like ninety percent of it was changed, mm. which, again, it goes to show that Hollywood taking shit that isn't isn't accurate about a person that was a person in real life. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the show, but just from the trailer, just from the trailer, it, it seemed like, like they're making her like this, like almost like a little party person like a popular sassy person and she yeah. was really like more of a hermit and she only spoke to like maybe less than a handful of people she never went outside her house she was like a recluse and she actually liked to stay more inside her own room mm-hmm. and not even really go outside her own in, in, like, like even in her own home she in was her a own home she was yeah. a recluse yeah so i don't know this, this is going to be going on a rant about it <laughs> But again, I hope you enjoy these news-related topics. Um, again, we like to do these, you know, once in a while, especially if they kind of relate and have a really good flow. But uh, especially these days, there was a lot of information coming out. Uh, we just felt that some of this stuff is something you should know uh, because sometimes we don't get to talk about some of these topics in a show because we have a very particular set mm-hmm. uh, of topics. A much longer uh, topic. Right. And then we might have a one or two news things. Uh, but in this case, we had a lot more. And again, hopefully you enjoyed this. Tell your friends. Like on iTunes. Again, share. Tell everyone. And support us on Patreon. We have tons of stuff on Patreon. I'm trying to increase the storytelling a little bit more on a monthly basis and of course anything that relates to our main topics for that month i go a little bit beyond and if we have something that's more uh to a specific topic let's say we go for a little bit longer we add that initial big unedited track onto our patreon which is a lot more what we have on our, our itunes and our soundcloud of course but again check it out on patreon and again share like and we'll see you on the next episode laters laters